naysayers and to all of those that would like to destroy the future of the greatest country in the world, our message to them is the same as my grandfather's. Them that's going, get on the wagon. Them that ain't, get out of the way. Herman Cain. Herman Cain. Solutions for a better America. This is your host, Herman Cain. Thank you for joining us because we're going to tell you the truth, give you the facts, help you connect the dots so you can be better informed to help make this a better America. Breaking news, breaking news every day with Herman Cain and the most connected man in Washington, Jamie Dupree. Hello, Jamie. Hey, Herman, how you doing, buddy? Let's, I'm great. Let's start with your Hillary Clinton rally at the bowling alley. Yeah, that's where I talked to you yesterday. What, what'd uh, you learn? Uh, you know, to, to me, it reminded me exactly of the kind of rallies that I saw her do eight years ago uh, here in Iowa. You know, she doesn't draw huge crowds. A couple hundred people turned out, but they're all very committed to her. I mean, interviewing people afterward, they're totally sold on her. You don't get too many people who are just sort of sampling. They're there because they like her. And, in fact, I interviewed a, a one couple who had voted for Obama eight years ago, and, and the wife, uh, frankly, looked at me and said that she wished that she'd stuck with Hillary eight years ago. She felt like that uh, that would have been the better choice. So, you know, again, it's the same kind of thing as we saw eight years ago. Here she is, just sort of plodding along, you know, drawing, you know, decent groups, nothing really electric or over the top, and the other guy's drawing huge crowds. And you sort of look at that and think, is this going to work? Remember, eight years ago, it did not for her here in Iowa, yeah. and it fell apart at the end. I'm not saying that that is happening right now, but when you look at some of the polling data, it certainly indicates that maybe there is some trouble there, though it's much more mixed uh, in, in the race between her and Bernie Sanders at this point in time. Let's see what the, uh, the latest uh, NBC poll of Iowa. It's sort of a dead heat, but it has Hillary Clinton ahead by three. So listen, you know, we are always looking for trends, right? So let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight polls in the last uh, week plus here in Iowa, three of them Hillary Clinton's been ahead and five of them Bernie Sanders. That's not really what I call a trend. Is there a poll every day? Oh, there's been more than that, yeah. <laughs> Good grief! Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of news organizations that have been dropping the polls. So, uh, you know, and the other thing I noticed, I put this out on Twitter earlier today, when you look at the last three polls in the, the GOP race, each one of them has Donald Trump up seven. So that is what you right. know, I would call a trend. Yes. But then you look, Trump is sort of even in that 30, 31, 32 area. Cruz is even in that 24, 26 area. But Rubio goes something like 11, 16, 18. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, there's a big swell that's occurring for him. But at the event I went to with him last night in West Des Moines, I just got the sense that there was a little more zip in his crowd last night. Uh, you know, it wasn't like it was coming out the seams and they couldn't get people and, you know, there were thousands waiting outside or anything like that. But it just seemed to me that maybe there's a little momentum there. I'm not saying again that he's going to win or anything like that, but I just wonder still if he's got a little more room for growth than a lot of people are anticipating. And, you know, Ted Cruz, <clears throat> I went to his event afterward and Cruz is trying basically to make this a race just between him and Donald Trump. Cruz really mocked Trump big time last night. The crowd loved it at his event for saying, uh, you know, that Trump obviously won't come to this debate tonight in Des Moines yeah. and instead is doing his own event. And if you think about it this morning on the news, whether it was in the radio or TV, what did you hear mostly today? You didn't hear Trump talking about his event. You heard Cruz just ripping him. And uh, Jeb Bush had a good one-liner, and so did Chris Christie. And so today was, you know, in a sense, not a win news-wise for Trump. Now that may be a little different tonight when he has his own event. Yeah, you're right. And um, and with him setting up his own event, 
Uh, some people are going to poo-poo it. Yeah, we, we heard some of those, and we played some of that audio where they were going to take shots at it. Yeah, I happen I, I, to, yeah. You'll get some of that tonight. Yeah, bet, you're going to get some of that tonight. You know, Cruz, I bet, especially goes after Trump in the debate tonight, but I'm not, uh, you know, Rubio, I don't think, it, Rubio, you could tell, didn't really want to get into it yesterday at his event, but I think he his aides probably felt like he had to say something about it or else he wouldn't get on TV. His main argument was that this is just a sideshow and, you know, it was just sort of the circus around Donald Trump more than anything else. So, uh, you know, who knows? I, again, I'll say what I said yesterday is that I, I'm not sure that it really hurts Trump to skip the debate. But again, it opens up something and introduces an element of uncertainty into tonight's debate. Think of it this way. If anyone attacked Trump at the debate and he was there, he could go after them right away and right. knock him down. Yeah. But he's not going to be there to do that. So if there's a really good one-liner about him by one of these uh, others, that will go unanswered. I mean, yes, you can go over and show Trump over at his event and everything, but if there's a real big zinger, it'll go unanswered simply because he's not there. Now, is that a risk? Uh, it's obviously one that he's decided he should take. What do you? Now, here's what I would speculate. Let's assume that somebody comes up with a real good zinger. The next day, you're going to have the news station standing in line to get him on to do an interview to refute what was said at the debate. Sure. Sure. That's what's going to happen. And sure. so and he'll get a chance to, to refute it, but it'll be the next day on a bunch of news programs. Yeah, and you just never know. The, the, the Cruz event last night uh, seemed to me, you know, a very uh, typical, a more conservative crowd for him. But there was one really interesting moment where um, it, was, it, it, it wasn't it was a huge event room. And so I got there. I ran over from the Rubio event, got to the Cruz event, and it was already pretty, pretty packed. The audio guys did me a huge favor, and they ran a line out in the hallway. So I just stood out there, and I could hear it and see the stage from afar. And as I was standing there, after a while, a woman came up to me and introduced herself. And she used to live down in your home city of Atlanta and listen to us down there. And she now right. lives here in Des Moines. And so we got to talking about the race and everything like that. And I said, so you're here for Cruz. You're voting for him? And she said, oh, no. I said, well, you're voting for Trump? No. I said, well, who are you voting for? She said, I'm voting for Rubio. And it was a reminder that you need to get as a reporter every once in a while that when you go to these events, not everybody who is there is there to you know support that person. That's in true. In a sense, a lot of people in Iowa and New Hampshire play what I would call political tourist. And they go <laughs> and they watch all these different things because they're really into it. They want to get a look at them, but they're not real they're they're just window shopping. They're not really there to buy. And so, you know, I just still wonder, I'll circle back to my earlier point about Rubio. Is there maybe something building there to get him a higher finish? You know, that's what we'll have to wait and see. The other thing I think you need to watch is where does Ben Carson end up? He hasn't been, we haven't talked about him at all in a couple of weeks. That was going to be my next question, yeah. Yeah, if he sticks at 7 8%, who do you think that's coming out of? That's coming out of Ted Cruz, I think. You know what yeah. I mean? I mean, those are people that realistically would probably mostly go to Cruz and a little maybe to Rubio. Uh, so, you know, we'll see. But if, if Carson doesn't really stand out tonight, uh, he has not been doing a lot of events, and it may be one of those things at the end. You know, as a voter, sometimes you might get in the voting booth and you think, oh, I really want to vote for A, but, geez, I don't think he's going to win. I better get on this horse over here. Now, there may be some of that at work, too. Yeah. Now, do you know if Jeb Bush has spent much money in our he has. I saw. Uh, well, I know his super PAC has because I saw a bunch of his ads this morning while I was uh, uh, getting ready to come out today. And uh, there's certainly a lot of money that's been spent there. He came to town yesterday a little early for the debate and got in a few jabs at Donald Trump yesterday as well. And, and Jeb, one more thing. Jeb told reporters, he told us, he said that he still thinks that Trump is going to show up at the debate tonight. You know, there's some people who wonder <laughs> if Trump is going to do his little shtick over there at Drake University, which is only about two miles from here at the debate site, yeah. and then walk over and try to force his way in. Now, would that 
be a scene if something like that happened. I don't yeah, think that, would, to, but uh, that would be a scene. It would be more than just, can you imagine the police <laughs> trying to bar him from coming in or something like that? I mean, you know, it's this, look, uh, this year, this this election has been uh, a year of firsts in many ways over the last six, seven months, so I wouldn't put anything out of the realm of possibility. But Bush has spent some money here. Again, he's been taking on Trump with his own money, uh, and, but his super PAC mainly has been going after Marco Rubio. Right. Well, Marco Rubio started to move up little by little by little. Part of it might have been because of spending uh, the money that they were using to advertise. But, you know, he had a great showing at the last debate, which may have helped him. But, you know, like you, I don't feel as if the debates causes a great surge, but it might cause a trickle. You know what I mean? And so he's he's trickling up. He is and he is becoming more confident and feels more at home on the trail i i do think one one mistake that they have made at the rubio camp is he has not done enough events you know it's sort of like if you go back and you go into c-span and you look at the old tapes of barack obama in 2007 i mean he is awful when he started you know it takes a while for you to get you um, you experience this yeah you, you as a candidate at the end were much better than you as a candidate the first couple of times you went out there and uh, you know you do get to that point where your stump speech rolls off your tongue and out of your mouth just on autopilot and I just sense that uh, Rubio is, is a little more at home now up there. Uh, he's, he's, he's doing the last, what, the last nine days here in Iowa. We'll see if it pays off for him. Yeah, you're right. And uh, the thing that you learn is when you know you're going to be, know you're going to have a camera in your face every time you open your mouth, you, you're really talking differently than if you're doing a town hall, if you're doing one of your sessions where you're the only one speaking and this sort of thing. You've got to be able to adjust to each one of those different audiences and environments really on the spot because you yeah. go from one to the other. It's going to be that sort of a thing. And then the other thing about the, the recent poll, like you brought up, you, you've got, you know, Fiorina Christie and Paul and Kasich and Huckabee all down in the low single digits and, uh, they haven't gotten any traction and, you yeah. know, and probably won't at this particular point. Not from one debate, let's say. Not from one debate. It's funny you mentioned Huckabee because I heard I was driving yesterday and, you know, I'm flipping the radio around to listen to as many ads as I can get because I'm the crazy one that wants to hear the ads while I'm driving around <laughs> the state like this. And Huckabee had a fantastic, I think it was his super pack. Oh, they had a killer ad. Uh, that did really well for him. But he, you know, he won here in 08. It's not that long ago that yeah. he did. That's why there are some people who believe, even though that Huckabee and Rick Santorum have not been showing high in the polls, that they may still take a couple of percent anyway on Monday night simply because people were familiar with them. And, you know, again, those would be more religious conservative voters, I would bet. And those would be people I bet more disposed to vote for a Ted Cruz if those candidates weren't in there. And, you know, every point that Cruz can't get is a point, you know, he's not making up on Donald Trump. So uh, it's it's anybody's guess right now. Uh, today is sort of an odd day with this debate here. There's hardly any events actually going on because everybody's sort of saving themselves up and doing debate prep and getting ready for tonight. And obviously your debate prep was thrown out the window when Donald Trump said he was going to hold his own rally a few <laughs> miles away. Yep, you got that right. Like you said, there have been more unpredictable things. Yeah. And... Um, it continues to unfold, and all of the traditional political wisdom hasn't been so wise so far. And that's why when people tell me that, for example, they say Donald Trump can't do this or he can't do that, I yeah. keep saying, well, 
That's what they said six months ago. <laughs> That's right. It's and now so, been he's been leading the polls ever since he declared, hasn't he? Yeah, back in back in yes. about July. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, every time it was the end, every time it was this. But at the same time, as my father told me, you cannot bat one thousand all the time. So True. sooner or later, Trump's going to run into something. Uh, we'll see whether or not it happens here in Iowa over the next four days. It'll be interesting. Well, thanks a lot, Jamie. Thanks, Herman. Much more. I, I've put notes from my uh, travels here in Iowa. If you want to see behind the scenes at jamiedupree.com. See you tomorrow, buddy. Okay. You're listening to the Herman Cain Show.